Hey friends, it's Ashley and Jana. Welcome back to season two of the Geek Girls Universe podcast, your home for the latest entertainment and fandom news. Hey friends, welcome back to the Geek Girls Universe. Loki episode six is now streaming on Disney Plus and holy hella that ending. We get to say we told you so again and the level of anticipation for Doctor Strange too, whew, now through the roof. The timelines, people. The variants. We have a lot to talk about today, so this is your spoiler warning. And by now, episode six has been out a little bit because, you know, Gangster Jana was a little cry. But first, (laughs) if you're new here or you haven't already, we would love it if you left us a rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from. Subscribe. It helps our podcast reach other geeks and the more the geekier, right? We also have a Facebook group, Geek Girls Universe. You don't need to be a girl to join, only a geek. Whew, Loki. Loki, Uh, Loki, Loki. I I mean, I'm a little sad it's over because, but sad it's over slash we get a second season. Slash. Yes. The possibilities are quite literally endless. Right. Discuss. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god that ending though when the timeline just like exploded i was like oh do you know what this means my mind is blown (laughs) i can't even tell you how many times i watched that episode oh my god it was so so good super good and i mean I mean, there's, you know, whatever, it's spoilers all, all around. So, but like Kang, hello. Oh, I, girl, Just I like hello. flipped all the way out. All the way out. Yep. When he first shows up too, I was just like, oh, yes, this is what I'm waiting for. Yes. So good. As soon as so good. as soon as I could like see Jonathan Majors, I was like, "Yes, mm. they didn't manifesto us again." I'm so no, excited. Oh, so good. <laughs> oh, ev- like literally every moment of that last episode was just mm, glorious, so and it was so good. Yes, it was glorious. <laughs> it was so glorious. And glorious I- purpose. I just have to say, like, I laughed so hard when Miss Minutes showed up in the Citadel and was just like, Oh, she was like, yeah. I was straight like, out of a horror movie. movie. Yes, I was like, That little. I was like, Oh, dang. She's, heavy she's not some harmless it? clock. She's literally uh-huh. the stuff of nightmares. Literally the stuff of nightmares. Yep. I was like, She is. Ooh, she's a bad girl. Bad, naughty, naughty Miss Minutes. Yes. Now I'm like, I should take my clock down because (laughs) I don't want to, uh, I don't want to have her watching over me, you know? She's creepy. (laughs) I mean, she kind of is, but I'm pretty sure your version is just an inanimate object. I'm just going to go with that. I mean, because if you I take yours so. down, I would have to take mine down. And she's literally right behind me at my desk. <laughs> she's watching <laughs> you, see? All day long. <laughs> it's crazy watch, town. Better watch that, girl. Oh, it's so nuts. <sighs> so I guess let's do a breakdown for the people who are here for the breakdowns. And then 
we'll just talk we'll the just rest talk of the as goodness. We get, as, as yeah, and it, I think. Uh huh. Yeah, and uh, then maybe just you know theories and whatnot, and uh, what swooning. all this craziness means. <laughs> Can we swoon? And we Sylvie, can... like, I guess I'm not surprised she's cold blooded, but I was like, "Damn, girl, you cold blooded." <laughs> um, how dare you? Her? It, how yeah, dare she? For real? How for... dare you make my Loki cry? How dare you? I'm coming for you, yeah. Sylvie. <laughs> I was just like, with wow. the rest of the Loki army. Yeah, I was like, that was ruthless. I mean, you, you know, don't like make I said, our I... baby cry like that. No, it's not. Kind it's of not acceptable. It, but that was extra. I was like, dude, no. It's funny because I knew as soon as she kissed him, I was like, oh, it's a setup. Mm-hmm. It's a classic mm-hmm. setup. Yep. I was oh, actually yeah. more. I was mad at that. I was heartbroken when Mobius didn't remember him. I like wanted uh, to like sob. It hurt my heart. Yes. <laughs> and at the same time, like just the implication of that was like, oh, my mind is blown. And then you turn and you see the statue. I know. And I was like, Ugh. oh my God. Oh my God. It's not the timekeepers anymore. And I was like, oh, I can't. Like, it, oh, it's so crazy. Kang the Conqueror. Who are you here? And I was like, oh my God. It was like, he doesn't know who he is. And I was like, oh, I can't right now. <laughs> Too many emotions. Too many it emotions. It's so crazy. And and the fact that they knew each other, but not the variants was like, whoa. You know, and when he was running through the hall and nobody cared, my first thought was that's weird. But then I was like, I just rationalized it with a, you know, like it's chaos. The timeline's exploding. Happening. So Everything there's other things They have going bigger on. things to worry about yep. than one random <laughs> variant. And so I just, I, I literally just discounted it. Like I, for a split second, I was like, well, that's odd. They just bumped into him and nobody cared. And then I was like, oh, it's just cray. So whatever. And then he got into there with them. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, this is insane. This also, is insane. I find it a little strange that Mobius didn't recognize him as a Loki variant. You know, because like I, our Mobius was an expert on Loki, and there seemed to be a lot of Lokis that they had taken care of. So why all of a sure. sudden do does he not even realize that it's not just an analyst standing before him or a variant? It's a Loki variant. Different I was timeline. Like, oh, well, that or maybe just maybe. Somebody's out there trying to erase Lokis off the timeline, uh-huh. period. 100%. That, that's kind of yep. what I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking. Like, that was my initial. I was like, he's just like erased. Like, he's been pruned previously or, you know, before he got there. Or, like, it's a different time and no different point in the timeline and he's already gone. Like, whatever. But, yeah. He's, whew. All right, girl. Break it down for us. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of emotional... The opening credits. So as the Marvel logo scrolls. Oh, yes. We hear Iron Man powering up his suit, playing with Peggy and Steve's song, which always gets me. I just like, I got to put that out there. That song always gets me. And not only do we get Iron Man and Captain America snippets, but then all of a sudden we start hearing dialogue from various MCU films. 
including, you know, Civil War, Ant-Man, Black Panther is talking. Uh, we hear Scott Lang. We hear Black Widow, Star-Lord, Thor, Bucky Barnes, Hank Pym, Steve Rogers, Carol Danvers, Loki, Korg, Nick Fury, and so many more. And when I heard that, first I was really excited. So I was like, oh, like all kinds of emotions. It's so special. And then I'm like, wait a minute. This show's messing with timelines. And they just ran through phase one through three in that. So I'm like, hmm, this is probably some foreshadowing. That's a major uh-huh. bleep, 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 bleep is about to go down. Yeah. And it sure did. It sure did. Yep. Yeah. Well, and it's like the first time, not just in that show, but basically ever, with the exception of like a Stan Lee tribute where they've done that type of a like montage over the credit yeah. scene. Like they don't yeah. very often muck with that. So that was a that was a big clue. I was like, oh uh, my god, what's yes. happening? And and other like, oh, than but Yeah, other than the Stan Lee opening, I think this is my favorite. Of the, how, the variations that they've done. Um, but right after that, we get some real world, you know, our world speeches are heard as well. Neil Armstrong, Greta Thunberg, Malala. I don't know how to say her last name properly, so I'm not going to try because I don't want to offend anyone. But we all know who I'm talking about. Uh, Nelson Mandela. There's also classic Loki heard yelling glorious purpose, vision dropping his heartbreaking line. What is grief if not love persevering? And then we hear Maya Angelou and then finally Sylvie saying, open your eyes. And so coupled with the logo run through of the MCU, I'm like, oh, so we're not just messing with MCU timelines. They're implicating that we're messing with everybody's timeline, including our own in the real world. That's going to be insane. I don't even think Multiverse of Madness covers the chaos that like went down at the end of this episode, to be honest. All right. So breathe. <laughs> Loki and Sylvie are standing before that castle that we saw last episode. And on the threshold, you know, Sylvie's a little reluctant to go in, right? I mean, I would be too. You fought insane odds to get to this point you have no idea who's behind that door like let's all just take a little bit of a breather and i and love about how to kill the one person who likes you right well <laughs> yes i love how loki didn't even try to talk her out of it and she's like aren't you gonna stop me tell me not to do this and he's like eh, it's like what would be the point <laughs> like oh good he knows there's no reasoning with himself clearly and then, yes, like we said, Miss Minutes, that bleep, 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 bleep. Just like, first of all, it made me jump when I saw it the first time. It made my kids jump when they watched it. <laughs> it was creepy <laughs> AF. Like, she, she I mean, was just she like, just, bam. Like, oh, hey. And you're like, whoa. And her eyes were a little bit extra crazy. Mm-hmm. She, she's just all, hey, y'all. Welcome to the Citadel at the end of time. And I like, before she even confirmed it, I had to pause it. And I was like, it's he who remains. That's who's at the end. Sure enough, it is the home of he who remains. In the comics, he who remains is the creator of the timekeepers and was the last director of the TVA. 
So she confirms that's who's chilling at the Citadel. He created everything. He controls everything. And in the end, it is only he who remains. Loki and Sylvie say, you know, we're making our own destiny now. We stepped off the path and she's all, bless your heart. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Bless. So anyways. She's like, um, so he's going to make a deal with y'all. He'll reinstate you in the timeline together. And somehow that won't cause any disruptions. You can live the lives you've always wanted. Loki, you can win the Battle of New York. You can kill Thanos. You can have the Infinity Gauntlet plus the Throne of Asgard. Sylvie, you can just have a lifetime of happy memories and y'all get to be together. I called sus on that from the second she said. Uh he 100%. could reinstate them without causing disruptions to the timeline. I said, what? No, there is no Mm-mm. way. And then being able for Loki to win the Battle of New York, maybe. But then killing Thanos, having the Infinity Gauntlet, Throne of Asgard, come on. Lies. All lies. Exactly. <laughs> Loki and Sylvie knew this. They refused to fall for the trick. Psycho Miss Menace disappears. <laughs> She shows up back at the TVA where Renslayer seems kind of sad about her loss of her friend, Mobius. Um, And she's a little mad that Miss Minutes isn't giving her the files she asked for. So back it up. She was soft. Last episode. She asked for everything on the creation of the TVA and the beginning of time. Miss Minutes, I can do that for you, hun. Well, this episode, she brings back some files, but they are not what Renslayer asked for. In fact, she goes, well... He thinks this would be more useful for you. She never elaborates on who he is, but we know it's he who remains. Who continues to play puppeteer with everybody on this show. Loki and Sylvie are back in the Citadel. They're walking around. There's some statues. And then, ah, he who remains opens the elevator door. And if you didn't know... He's played by Jonathan Majors, who has been cast as Kang the Conqueror in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So, ah, I had a moment. I had a moment. I was so excited. They didn't Mephesto us, as in nobody showed up. Oh, it was so good. And they didn't power broker us, where we were sitting there going, really? Really? So, thank you, Marvel. Thank you. Just just thank you from the bottom of my little nerd heart that you gave us, Kang. Well, they owed us too, so I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> that is also true and not up for debate. <laughs> um, so he invites them into the elevator. He's super cool. Like, hey, just come on. Let's go to my office. They try to kill him. He's too fast for them because, you know, he knows it's going to happen. Back at the TVA, Mobius confronts Renslayer, and she's all, you can't do this. And he's like, watch me. <laughs> and we shoot out to Fremont, Ohio, 2018, where Hunter B-15 is leading a group of TVA hunters to Renslayer's office. Her principal office, because she is the principal of Franklin D. Roosevelt High School, which is the pen that we saw her using in episode two. So I guess that's the best way to tell the hunters that everything's a lie, right? To show them that their boss is a principal who does not know who they are, like, in the least. 
I guess, yeah, because she, yeah, he shows up and she's like, who are you? Why are you in my office? <laughs> the guy's right. Like, what? Dude's Judge? like, mind blown. <laughs> um, speaking of mind blown, he who remains tells Loki and Sylvie, this was all supposed to happen. I legitimately paved the road to get you to this point. He's like, y'all just walk down it. I saw everything, including your little touching look by the lake. I said, oh, <laughs> I feel like Kang's like, I'm watching a reality show. Let me get my popcorn. <laughs> um, so Renslayer leaves Mobius behind at the TVA because she's going in search of free will. She's like, the only person who has free will is the person who's in charge. So that's going to lead her, we think, to Kang, he who remains. In the comics, Renslayer and Kang are booze. So this might just be the start of that. But she's not going to encounter the he who remains in this show. She's going to encounter a variant of him called Kang the Conqueror. Who, as he explains, is real bad. (laughs) He's telling Loki and Sylvie that he's afraid of himself. That the multiversal war was caused by variants of himself. He also says, I've been called many names, a ruler, a conqueror. You know, at that point I was like, yes, confirmation. Love to see it. We love to see it. So he's been called, he also has been called a jerk, which I thought was kind of funny. But yeah, anyways. (laughs) Basically, in the 31st century, he discovered that his world was stacked upon another world another world and another world and all these realities and at the same time his other variants and these other worlds also discovered it and at first everything was cool and peaceful then you know as it does war breaks out Eliath was created out of this chaos he emerged from the the like tears in reality this king discovered how to use Eliath to bring peace and end the war he then isolated the timeline that we know, and he created the TVA in order to maintain it, to keep everyone safe. He warns them, if you kill him, like you are here to kill me, but if you take me out, you're going to encounter my other variants who are far worse than I am. It's almost like the devil you know versus the devil you don't know situation. Literally. Uh-huh. <laughs> he gives them two options. Kill him. And get the devils in return. Or they could take over. Run the TVA. Maintain the timeline. Loki and Sylvie are like, yeah, what? No, I don't think so. So for comic book nerds, this version of Kang is kind of like Amortis. He even dresses like him. Or future Kang, if you want to be extra technical. And this version of Kang does indeed like to maintain timeline. And keep his other selves from interfering because he essentially wants to be the only Kang. Well, unfortunately, Sylvie is not buying it at all. Loki, however, kind of believes that he's telling the truth. He's like, look, he might be a liar, but I'm also a liar. And I know that he's not lying about this. (laughs) Right. He's like, listen, I'm watching you right now. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So 
This is where it gets interesting. Up to this point, they haven't been able to get the jump on Kang because he he's you know knows it's all coming. He literally has a stack of papers like our buddy John had Loki sign in episode one about everything you've ever said. Yeah. Um, but they cross this, he calls it the threshold, and they cross this threshold. And then all of a sudden, the timeline starts to branch. He's like, oh, well, you know, I kind of lied before. You know, yeah, I did lie a little bit. I don't know what's going to happen now. Just a little bit. So they cross the point where Kang had knowledge of everything that was going to happen. So one, the timeline starts to branch. And two, he can now be killed because he won't know it's coming. Sylvie, of course, tries to kill him at this point. But Loki stops her. Like, look, like, can we just think about this for a minute? Yeah, well, Sylvie is not into thinking for a minute about it. She's just focused. She just wants to take him out. They fight. Sylvie thinks Loki is just after a throne. And oh, he's like, I don't care about that. I just want you to be okay. And I said, oh, my heart, my heart, our beautiful god of mischief. Oh, just it's heartbreaking. It was rude. It was. And Tom Hiddleston, like, the audacity of you, sir, (laughs) to be so darn good. Anyways. So, Sylvie betrays our babe. She kisses him and shoves him out the door back to the TVA using Kang's temp pad. Which was super rude, super evil. Evil, so evil of her. Ugh. But anyways, she turns around to kill Kang, who clearly is still like, I'm not going to beg for my life. Like, you're going to do this. There's going to be problems. And I'll still end up right back here. Because he dropped the whole reincarnation line. Which, if anybody's ever read a comic, seriously, you die, you come back, you die, you come back. I mean, Loki is probably the king of reincarnation in the comics. It's what I literally refer to as Marvel dead. Nobody ever dies. Yes, exactly. <laughs> no one has to be dead. So that's a little bit of foreshadowing, honestly, because as she stabs him, he winks at her and says, I'll see you soon. I was like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was a great line. <laughs> it sure was. Oh, my gosh. Just. This whole scene, though, with Jonathan Majors explaining the chaos that's coming with the variants and the multiversal war. Like, I know he said a lot of it was, like, ad lib. They kind of just let him just go. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. He's equally charming and terrifying, even though he doesn't really get angry. You know what I mean? Like, it's just his countenance. Which is probably why he's terrifying in a way right because he isn't he doesn't get that like agitated irritated angry whatever he's just very point blank but his mood doesn't really change he just gets a little more like intense right and his just the flourishes and the climbing on the table Mm -hmm. it's just it's very clown like it is so 
it gets like a little bit of a Joker vibe. I know he did say he went to clown college and it kind of helped with this, but wow. <laughs> that's awesome. I mean, I'm not a person that's afraid of clowns on a, in a, in general, you know, if one walked by me on the street, I'm totally fine. I'd be like, kind of be like, why are you walking by me on the street? But you know what I mean? As I'm long as scared. it's daylight in a public area, I'm good with that. But man, if you've got a, you got a boat and it's going toward a drain, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. I don't chase boats down drains or balloons. So I'm good there, but exactly. He just, just wow. I mean, if you haven't watched that scene like 50 times, you should because he's so good. Just like watch him, even watch him when he's not in focus. Like he literally is like the writers in a writing room seeing something come to fruition. Like when Loki and Sylvie are having that that moment where, but right before she betrays him, he's in the background watching it. Like, oh, I set all this up. Look at this. It's real. He's just, just, wow. I cannot wait to see more of him. I really can't. He's so good. Again, Marvel and their casting nailed it. Nailed it. 100%. Um, So good. Yeah. So he dies. Sylvie starts crying. I have no sympathy for her um, because she hurt my Loki. But if you watch behind her out the window and it does end up zooming out our beautiful uh oval-esque circular timeline that started to branch a little bit goes insane it goes quite mad if you want to go there because the timelines kind of just burst burst it's a it's it's just wow it exploded it was crazy yeah, the TVA monitors are going wild. There's red lines. There's, And not only are there new branches, some of those branches are intersecting, which, again, the possibilities for the future of the MCU, insanity. Insanity. It's going to be so good. They can literally do anything now. They, they, Sylvie stabbing him opened up the, like, floodgates and the playground for possibilities. Ah, oh, just I'm just so excited <laughs> about it. Super cool. Uh, I'm yes, so looking forward to what comes next. Yes. All right. So Loki, like we kind of talked about in the beginning, Loki's running through the TVA, trying to warn Mobius and Hunter B15 about this impending war and the variants of He Who Remains. And blah. Oh, Mobius doesn't remember who Loki is. He's like, oh, you're a, you're an analyst, right? what's going on like he still seems very concerned about him but he doesn't know who he is and we didn't get our jet ski moment that was rude um but if that wasn't enough of a oh in my heart immediately loki looks out and where the statues of the three timekeepers used to be there is now one of kang the conqueror holy smokes and then we don't get a post credit scene, but honestly, we don't need it because that timeline exploding was literally enough. Plus the statue. But they did drop the bam. Loki will return in season two. Ugh. Just that returning so in season good. two is almost as good as the rest of the show. I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was nice to have official. Yes, official confirmation. It's been rumored for like so a- long. 
Well, and I swear they had, uh, maybe they didn't like say it, say it, but they had like alluded to it in our press conference. And then I swear I had like read it elsewhere, but I could never find the article that like 100% confirmed it. And I was like, I must be crazy. I must have just imagined it because I really wanted it so much. I don't know. But I could not find where I'd seen it 100% confirmed, only alluded to. Right. And I was like, all right, then I guess that's, that's what we're doing. (laughs) So I was very excited to see that it was actually confirmed a hundred percent because that was what I needed. Um, same. It's Loki. Like I want all the Loki. Give me all, give me all the variants. I need more alligator Loki. I would love to see Kid Loki and Alligator Loki more. Fingers crossed classic Loki made it out somehow. Or maybe in this new world, he never died. We don't know. (laughs) I like that theory. I mean, I don't hate it. Oh, and King Loki. Yes, because we didn't get him. He was a fake out in the trailer. And I would also... I kind of need at least one full episode of President Loki. You know, we had so little of President Loki, it made me a little sad. Um, I So, as much as I love Loki when he's being good and redemptive and funny and proactive and helpful, I really love evil Loki. Like, really love it. <laughs> I need more of President Loki. Just saying. I need to see I more mean, of that. <laughs> more of him and more of the alligator Loki, and I'd be good. Yes. Yes. Because <sighs> alligator Loki is where it's at. I mean, he is the superior Loki. Tom even said it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Can't argue with the man. Can no, not. you really can't. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, I just, uh, I saw somebody thinks that this is how they'll, how they can explain Jane being Thor. And I was like, I don't really care if they explain it or not. I just want to make sure she dies at the end. <laughs> um, you're not kidding. You know. You and are not, not kidding. Not reincarnation dead. Dead oh, as a doornail dead. Her character just needs to go. Go, go, go. Yes, please. Yes. <laughs> yep. And random, yep, but did you see the Deadpool Korg reaction yes. video? Yes. Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> I loved it. And I was like, oh, there we go. Deadpool's now official in the MCU. Yeah. all good. Uh, that was great. And he threw I shade thought- at Deadpool 2, which I appreciated because I did not like Deadpool 2. I mean. It was not good. It was, it was okay. It was not Deadpool, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. The first, I feel like there's, generally speaking, the first one's always better. Yes. When agreed. it comes to things like that. Um, a lot of times I think the second one just tries too hard to be a first and it, it just isn't. And it doesn't mean that it can't be a good movie or an entertaining movie, but it's just not as good. Like it just, it rarely is. 
So. Agreed. But now I want to see more of Korg and Deadpool like interacting. Um, yes, please. (laughs) Yes, that would be, that would be great. Like before I was like, I'd love to see Deadpool and Spider-Man together because that's always a fun thing. But now I'm Mm -hmm. like, I forget Spider-Man. I want Korg. You know, here's the thing, like, just in general, like, I, I, I agree with like the Spider-Man Deadpool thing, but when I look at Tom Holland and I look at Ryan Reynolds, I feel that while Tom Holland is definitely like a little bit of a jokester and he's kind of a goof, I feel like Ryan Reynolds is so superior in the goofing, joking category that his like he would just so far outperform that it just wouldn't be fun oh that's fair i don't know like i like and i really like tom holland i just don't i don't know there's something about that combination that to me screams like ryan reynolds would like just totally take over yeah i Tom is Tom Holland is great, you know, improvising like his emotions and stuff. But I don't know about coming up with comedic, yeah, beats as much. So yeah, you're right. No, that's fair. But and and maybe part of that's just the way he's been written as a character and the things that I've seen him. But even when I see him do like this sort of impromptu stuff, or like you know when he does the, um, oh goodness, what's the thing the. It's not so you think you can dance. It's a lip sync battle. When he did like the lip sync battle, like he's super funny, but it's all because he's like using his dance gymnastics, acrobatic skills, not because he's talking really, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I just feel like if it was like a dialogue kind of thing, he'd lose in a heartbeat. I could be wrong, but. I'd love to see it just to see. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like a little experiment, but I think Taika, like a whole movie or something. I that I, seems like I fully think that the whole Taika and Ryan uh, reaction thing. I don't think any of that was scripted. <laughs> like, oh gosh, think... no, no, I'm sure it wasn't. And I could see the two of them like just going toe to toe for like hours, horsing around, and that would be yes. entertaining as all get out. I'm here uh, for that. Heck yeah. That whole thing. So if you haven't watched it, it's all over social. Um, but Korg and Deadpool are reacting to the Free Guy trailer, which is Ryan Reynolds' new movie that's coming out soon, right? I think it's August. Which I it looks yeah. hilarious as a video game nerd. I I want to watch it. He's a non-playable character that a um, a human is like, hey guy, we need you to help <laughs> save the world from the evil. Uh, developer of the game essentially who is played by Taika and he's like you met God <laughs> she's like yes he's a troll <laughs> trolls are real but it's hilarious it's a hilarious reaction video I love seeing Korg because Korg's kind of like an innocent guy mm-hmm. rock guy like they get to Taika and he's like what do you think of him? Oh, he seems nice. <laughs> oh <Dead>. my goodness. <laughs> they, just needed, they just needed makes like sitting there too, just to, you know, make random little noises. 
that Korg uh, translates. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. sorry that we like tangent way like way the heck off. I, I blame mean, the fact that I saw Black Widow yesterday and they showed the Free Guy trailer, so it was like fresh. Oh, that's so awesome! We have tickets to see Black Widow and IMAX. We're going to do that this week, I think. Yes. Oh my gosh. I mean, I've seen it several times. We screened it, obviously. I bought it on Premiere Access, but... Oh, we did too. Weird. (laughs) The day it came out. So strange. Yeah, what? Weird. (laughs) I had no idea you were going to do that. Um, So bizarre. But man, seeing it in IMAX, I've missed the theater experience so much. Oh, I... Yes. And just like yeah. seeing the Marvel logo again on a big screen oh, like that. I can't wait. Oh, it was I beautiful. I can't wait. Seriously beautiful. Like, it, uh, yeah, it, oh, I'm so excited. Kiss. We <laughs> almost went last night and then it was kind of late and we were like, oh, going to get up early and do this. And we had, you know, long day. And I was like, oh, let's skip it. We'll do it next week when we're hanging around Portland. We'll just go over. But yeah, the movie theater right by us has an IMAX and they were showing Black Widow and we were like "Mm, I'm gonna go oh it was so good it was so good to be back I love IMAX anyway that's one of my uh that's my preferred movie Mm -hmm. screen viewing choice Uh, especially for Marvel stuff because there's always things hidden in that 20 so percent of the screen that you don't see if you don't do IMAX um agreed but it was also exciting to see the trailers (laughs) of the other stuff of like the other like free guy um oh, eternals gosh. jungle cruise oh on i was big like screen i bet that's amazing it was it was <sighs> almost as good as watching the movie on imax oh my goodness I <laughs> seeing wait. the imax trailer is just like oh this feels so good to be back anyways oh i can't wait <laughs> oh so exciting so exciting yes all right. All right. Well, well Loki episode six oh. is over. <laughs> it is. It is. Until next time. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. I mean, I hope. I hope season two is like next summer. I mean, I I hope so. I just I don't know if that's being a little too. Uh, um, what are they gonna do to us, Ashley? We can't wait that long. I guess we'll just have to hold on and watch What If next month. Um, absolutely. I'm really <laughs> excited for that too. <laughs> yes. That looks so good. Oh, well, friends, thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Geek Girls Universe podcast. Join us next week as we share all the breaking and exciting fandom news, which sadly will not be Loki directly related, but it'll be something equally yes. as good, just different. As always, if you see anything you want to share, tag us on Twitter at Whiskey and Sunshine and that Ashley Aaron. Until next time, geeks. Bye. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for more geeky goodness.